Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here, but we can take it. For sure, but brown we're round or we're queen. I got a feeling we are onto something here. from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Page, the comedy panel show starring you, the high mind of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I got a feeling we are gonna be Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for quirky facts, just like Vikings, but less violent and with a little bit more time spent in libraries. <laughs> but not for much longer, because the Tories are closing them down. <laughs> Talking of where clever meets fierce, please welcome today's comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for plant-based, Athena Cablenu and Sarah Bonetto. <laughs> And on my right, playing for Holy Queers, Sophie Duca and Kate Harford. <laughs> so firstly, panellists, what makes you diverse, Athena Kablenu? My dad is from Ghana. My mum is from Guyana and she's of Indian heritage. And I went grey at 14, which <laughs> is quite an early age to go grey, I think. And I don't think we're acknowledged as a minority group. People who go grey very early. You must be right on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, it, I've never seen one grey hair. It, some people put their period into their diary. Not me. I put one I need to dye my hair. Ah. <laughs> like every month it pops up. Oh, got to sort that out. Listen, I think you would look remarkably brilliant with grey hair and also with the natural black hair that you have. Oh, um, thank you, Deborah. <laughs> uh, Sarah Bonetto, how are you diverse? I am a foreign person from Australia. I am a woman which is... Quite rare in panel shows. Um, hi. Hi, guys. And also, I was thinking about this. I'm a working-class person in the arts, but also a working-class person who got herself through university with the help of her mom. Not funny, but factual. <laughs> <laughs> and feminist. And feminist. And also, we're called plant-based because we are both veggie. Ah. So, are you vegan or veggie? 
Because well, vegan people might take issue with the plant-based. We've got shades of everything going on up here. <laughs> shades of cheese? <laughs> 50 shades of cheese, I understand. Plant, I'm going to put plant-based plus cheese because I don't want to well, get tweets well, from the vegans. You, you know, Are you cheese? Well, also, Athena, it's a fish, so that's pesky. What? Plus, <laughs> plus oh, cheese wow. and fish. OK, all right. We're all right, plant-based plus cheese and fish, we're trying. Oh OK. <laughs> so on my right, holy queer, Sophie Duker. How are you, diverse? Hello. I'm a triple threat minority because mm. I am uh, black, like mm. Beyonce. I'm a woman, like Beyonce. And I'm <laughs> queer, like uh, Solange, we hope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay. And Kate Harford, how are you, diverse? I am queer. I'm a queer Christian priest, which is quite unusual. I'm left-handed, and I have a whole range of exciting mental illnesses. Why are you called Holy Queers? There was, there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, I thought it was funny because it was like, Holy Queers? Like, it sounds uh. like quiz. But, um, oh, yeah. but, so you're like quiz team. Yeah, like we're a quiz team. Like quiz but, team Aguilera. Yeah, yeah, like that, but less funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> Holy quiz, I love it because it sounds like an exclamation, doesn't it? Holy yeah. quiz. Batman. I'm going yeah. to start using it. <laughs> yeah, you. absolutely. I wanted to bring back the exclamation or start the exclamation Bloody Mary, like the drink, but mm. Bloody Mary. Oh, yeah, this is the word. Listen, <laughs> just this Christmas, demonic. your two swears in front of your grandma are Holy <laughs> quiz and Bloody Mary. <laughs> now, keeping the facts in their place like a proverbial sheepdog, but not for sheep, for truths... Please welcome in Pedant's Corner our, if you will, fact dog. It's Ned Sedgwick! <laughs> and while Mark Hodge, our resident musician, is taking a break, providing the soundtrack to this global geekery today on the piano, it's the wonderful Kirsty Newton! <laughs> Ned, have you had a global experience lately? Yes, so it was the beginning of December, and my family had some American friends staying. My girlfriend gave me, sorry to disappoint everyone, um, <laughs> gave me a pork scratchings advent calendar. Wow. So far, so good, unless you're plant-based. <laughs> Explaining what A, an advent calendar is, and B, what a pork scratching is to an American was surprisingly oh. difficult. Like, so every day you open it and you get pork scratchings. Yeah. What's a pork scratching? Well, it's pork fat fried salted and fried again, and you, you put that in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it decent. comes out from behind a special door. That, yeah. that does seem... Yeah, with a little pun to do with pigs and Jesus. <laughs> oh! Know, Jesus yeah. was kosher. I'm just going to put that out there. I was going to say, I don't no. really oh. think Jesus would have had a pork-scratching advent calendar. No. Question for Ned. Is one of the pork-based Jesus puns pigmata? Christmas puns unless you know about him bleeding from his wrists I mean that is yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah <laughs> I'm so sorry Kate already <laughs> we haven't even had one question and already I'm apologising but if you come up with any pig based Jesus puns throughout the show I would Ooh. love to hear them oh it's on challenge accepted yeah. it's all yeah. pig Jesus <laughs> alright <laughs> every week our pianist takes a folk tune from somewhere in the world and using a mixture of magic and actual talent turns it into a song. And not just any song, what about our team scores? Kirsty, how are you diverse? I am uh, a redhead. So I am uh, less than 2% of the population of the world. 
Ah, naturally red hair. Wow, is it fewer than two percent? Yeah. Wow. As it's December and Christmas is coming, I thought, well, we'll go to Lapland, where this uh, little Christmas song is sung by children, and it's about Santa's little helpers the night before Christmas. I apologise for my Finnish pronunciation in advance. So do some muku Tip tap tip tap tippy tippy tip tap tip tip tap and apparently that's about his elves. Um, so I thought we would change that into What are the scores please, Ned? Great, thank you very much. <laughs> First up is our themed round, and this week's theme is Making a Man Out of You. This is everything from the wonderful sorts of masculinity to the more toxic variety. It seems like every time you open the paper, you think, men, need to sort yourselves out. <laughs> a lot of people assume the phrase, it'll put hairs on your chest, is about puberty and body change, but I prefer to think of it as anything that involves snuggling two rabbits. Aww. Hairs on your chest. Hairs. <laughs> hairs. Hairs on your chest. There must be a YouTube video of that. Someone pull it up. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind get a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. What do the Hamar people of Ethiopia do to a cow in their male coming of age ceremony? Plant-based plus cheese and fish we're trying. <laughs> I think they take the cow to a strip club. <laughs> Because that's what you do, I hear, when you've got a nice cisgendered teenage boy, you take him to a strip club. So they take the cow and the boy to a strip club. I don't know the answer. <laughs> right, so what, just sort of a night out at Moo Fellows? Oh, yeah, yeah, and there's like a heifer and she's like being milked. Mm. <laughs> that's... Consensually, she's yeah. like... Ooh, and nice. they're saying, if you want to get what this cow's getting... Come back next week and we'll take you to a proper strip club with humans and not mm. cows. Spearmint buffaloes. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's fast. Is the, it good? Yeah, the, um, the pun was good, but also the club is great. I've been. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, uh, Sarah, are you backing your team member up there or have well, you got something else? What do they do to a cow? It's not going to be good, is it? <laughs> like, I, oh, I they circumcise believe... it. They what? No, because sometimes, this is actually true, there are lots of African countries in which uh, young boys are circumcised as young teenagers. Nelson Mandela was circumcised as a 13-year-old, I think. They circumcised the cow, that's our answer. Oh. I was going to say, maybe they do something nice to the cow, she oh. says, hopefully. Maybe they buy it a spa day. <laughs> All right, yeah. holy queers. And so I had six weeks of social anthropology at a Russell Group University that was all white, so I know loads about Africa. That's my thing. <laughs> um, and what I basically learned is that social anthropology is mostly white guys looking at the global south and going, yeah, it's basically all sex. So I think it's something about drinking semen. Oh, <laughs> you drink the bull semen. That's, That's not the answer I expected from a vicar, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More cheers, vicar! Um, <laughs> so, Sophie, I am not sending this link to my grandma. No. 
Sophie Duke. I thought a cow was like a mean name for like a woman or a. Mm. <laughs> you're telling me there's some sort of animal. No, I thought it was like a lady cow. So I thought they just like practice talking about consent, like feminist issues with the cow. <laughs> like before they have to like interact with real like human women. They just use it as a sort of like a flower baby. I love it. You know what I mean? It's just like this like mean a flower lazy. baby. Yeah, like you know, you get to pretend how to be a parent. Uh, oh, oh, like with a, with a sack of flour. With a sack of flour. You've got to carry it around so that you know what it's like to have a baby yeah, because so it's just... so similar because sacks of flour wake you up five times a night. <laughs> yeah, so instead of going out with your first time with a young woman, with a young woman or a girl, a young cow. You go out with it. So it's like an ersatz girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. quite sweet. Hive mind. What do the Hamar people of Ethiopia do to a cow in their male coming of age ceremony? Bleed it. Paint it. Paint it. Mm. Shave it. <laughs> Give the boy the horn. So, horns, horns. Horns. Uh, sacrifice. These are sad answers. We've already, I said spa day, guys. We've, we've already upset the vegans with pork scratchings. I really think if you're vegan, don't listen to this episode. I'm, I'm going to do a vegan trigger warning. Uh, anything else? Okay, if you think it's bleed it, buzz now. Paint it, buzz now. Shave it, buzz now. A horn gift, buzz now. Or sacrifice, buzz now. In fact, it's jump over it. It was oh. nothing awful oh. like you were thinking at all. <laughs> Ned Sedgwick, could you tell us more about this? Yes, I can. It's part of a big ceremony in which they jump over a cow or a bull. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also, I mean, this is probably the darkest round I've ever researched generally and there were lots of things and I was like oh good I found a nice one and then it was like at the end it's like they also hit themselves with birch trees and the people who feel the most pain are considered the biggest men and I'm like oh this is wrong <laughs> but when they do it they earn the title of Mawa or accomplished one mm. I think it's amazing I mean yeah. they freestanding they have to jump over well no run-up the, the pictures I saw implied freestanding, yeah. Well, you couldn't do that. You could never just jump from a standing start over a cow. Well, I mean, I no. could definitely do it with a runner. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, if I gave me a mini trampoline, I'll jump over any cow you like. I know what we're doing after the podcast today. <laughs> In the Koza culture, at the end of the eight-day Ulwaliko ritual, you have to burn the blanket, which has been your only clothing. What do you get given to make up for the loss of this blanket? Plant-based plus cheese and fish we're trying. A shower. <laughs> Immediately. Oh, that blanket reeks, man. A spa day. Actually, no. My same answer as last. That's going to be my answer for every round. A spa day just going to be... Is yep. that what you want for Christmas by any chance? Yeah. Sarah, it's also what I want for the podcast after party today. Okay. All right. And you jumping over a cow. All right. So you've done an eight-day ritual. You've had a blanket and you get to burn that at the end. So what do you get, Athena? I feel like you just get your clothes back. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, spit, you give your clothes away, you do a ritual, and it's like you're done now. Here's your shirt. Like when you're leaving prison, you get I, back. I was going to say you... swimming pool, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah, just like when you're leaving prison, you get like that clear bag. Not that I'd know, but I've seen it on the movie in the movies when yeah. people get like a clear plastic bag and they get like their clothes back and whatever they had on them, and it's normally like a watch or a mobile phone but... and a gun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just been watching yeah. that kind of movie as well. I watched Ocean's Eight. And Sandra Bullock, when she's released from prison, has to leave in an evening gown because she was arrested in that. <laughs> oh. And so that's why I thought of it. So you think you get the same clothes back that you wore at the beginning. Yeah. Holy queers. Sorry, I just want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, I think you get increased body confidence. Ah. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't get anything back. You just know that you're cause a body ready. Uh, <laughs> so like after those eight days, you're like, I don't need the blanket. You mm. might, might start wearing clothes back down the line, but you're basically just more okay with yourself. You're more comfortable with yourself because you haven't had to wear clothes for eight days. That's mm. a great answer. I love that. And I hope that's true. I was going to say some kind of jewellery. Like a collar or something, something ceremonial. Like a dog collar? Some, uh, no. Kinky. <laughs> also, apparently we're supposed to call them clerical collars because it sounds like we're being called bitches otherwise. Oh, really? Is it not inclusive now to say dog collar anymore? I don't know. I, somebody said that on Facebook. I mean... Yeah, yeah, people say all sorts of shit on Facebook. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Audience, hive mind. In the Koza culture, at the end of the eight-day Ulwaliku ritual, you have to burn your blanket. What do you get in exchange? Is it a slanket? <laughs> um, we've had Kirsty on, on Keys has decided to join the Hive Mind and she thinks a slanket so that's a blanket with sleeves they were very popular a couple of Christmases ago <laughs> I would be very thrilled with that personally so Hive Mind it's become clear that you do have people who are friends close local residents from South Africa with some people in the Koza culture they seem to be conferring like it's university <laughs> challenge while they do that does anyone else want to shout something out? Animal skin. an animal skin Body paint. The ashes. The ashes of the blanket. Okay. And the South Africans who know people in the Koza culture, what have you got for us? A wife. A wife. <laughs> okay. All right. So if you think it's an animal skin buzz now, if you think it's body paint buzz now, if you think it's the ashes of the blanket buzz now, and if you think it's a wife buzz now, You've backed your local South Africans, but it is, in fact, another blanket. (laughs) 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 Thank God that blanket's gone. (laughs) What's my present? Yay! (laughs) Ned Sedgwick, could you tell us more, please? Yeah, I just love this, where it's like, you know, your blankies for, like, I'm giving up my blankie, I'm a real man. Yeah, here, have another one. Um... There's also other stuff which is, again, darker. Like, apparently, some of the tribes uh, practice uh, circumcision. And as you said, Do Athena, I get a point for that? Uh, no. And Especially because you said it for the last question. Yeah. Anyway, but there's some controversy about how many people do practice this circumcision and, and whether or not it's something that anthropologists said they did and they didn't. People who said face painting, again, wrong question, but actually in the Hamar ceremony, a lot of people paint their faces as jaguars and they are eligible to get married at the end of jumping over the cow. So, again, sort those questions around. We could have had some points. But sadly, we have none. So, let's go on to the third question in this round. Why must young men of the Sartere Mawe tribe of Brazil gather dozens of venomous bullet ants? Because plant-based? It was on the list of chores to do. Like, <laughs> it's like, get rid of those ants and then you can go out and play. Because I imagine if I lived in a tribe in Brazil, in like, I imagine they were in like the Amazon or something. That's not in, yeah. So in this day and age, it's like, you know, do the washing up, tidy your room. But in Brazil, they have to clear up the poisonous ants. Mm. So yeah. it was a basic household chore. Yes, that's what I'm getting okay. at. It's a basic that's household chore. That's how you got your chore. pocket money. Well, I think they have to go and get the venomous bullet ants to give to the old woman who swallowed the fly. <laughs> I don't know why she swallowed a fly. Perhaps she'll die. Thank you. Holy wow. queers. Why must young men of the Satare Maui tribe of Brazil gather dozens of venomous bullet ants? Uh, they are doing a complex role-play game of the Bush Tucker trial. Ah. <laughs> it's an I'm a celebrity-based ancient cultural yep. more. Uh, Dice-based, full book, D&D manual. 
I like that better than mine. I think <laughs> I think uh, they're just doing it because the women of the Satara Mawe tribe just like need a little bit of alone time. I think they're just like. <laughs> Then what's the task that will take between like 45 minutes to two hours? Like, we'll just get rid of all the young men of the Satari Maui tribe and we can just sit and just stare. <laughs> just go and collect some venomous ants. <laughs> all right. Hive mind. Why must they gather dozens of venomous bullet ants? A bullshit manhood ceremony. Look how awesome I am and how many times I can be stuck. Okay. A, a bullshit manhood ceremony. I mean, that is the name of the category. So. Uh, so. <laughs> At some level, you must be right. Yes? To get used to the poison. To get used to the poison, like immunisation. Oh, yeah. To use them as weapons? To make, life. to make an elixir of life. Quite Princess Bridey answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you think it's a bullshit manhood ceremony, Buzz now. <laughs> if you think it's to get used to the poison because you're going to be around them like an immunization buzz now if you think it's to use them as weapons buzz now or the elixir of life buzz now <laughs> they don the gloves with these ants stitched inside and must perform a dance while the ants sting them they do this 20 times so I'm going to give a half point. I wouldn't have if you just said bullshit manhood ceremony, but because you said to see how many times they can get stung, and that is it, they make gloves and sedate the ants and kind of stitch them in. And these ants are recorded to have the most painful bites of any animals, and they have to wear the pain gloves until they become a man, which is troubling for lots of reasons. But then I was thinking about when I was at university, and does anyone know what a lizard fight is? This is something that a rugby team did. They got naked yeah. and they put a belt around their necks and went on all fours looking at each other like that. And they had to pull the other one onto their naked form. Oh. And I was like, why? All around the world. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Everywhere from Brazil to Nottingham University, <laughs> these ancient customs... <laughs> Intensifying the, the need for men to feel strong and show no pain, causing all of the mental health problems we see around the world <laughs> exist. And it's important to fight and address this everywhere. And it's the end of the round! Yay! What are the scores, please? Thank you. That's very nice and short. Um, as are the scores. <laughs> <laughs> Plant-based plus cheese and fish, we're trying. And Holy Queers have no points so far, but have had a lot of laughs. And the Hive Mind have five points. Yay! Very few laughs from them, though. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that's true. I think we've had, we've, had, we've had... Remember that time that the South Africans said they knew the answer and they didn't? That was funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The next round is everyone's favorite round. AMS! So in this round, we take a foreign phrase and literally translated into English. Then the teams have to guess what it originally meant. So I might say, stuck between a rock and a hard place, but if that was translated literally into Spanish, it might come out sounding as more like, give us back Gibraltar. <laughs> so we're looking for the intended meaning of the idiom. Fingers on buzzers. In the Netherlands, they say, your magpie stands up. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Plant-based? Nice. <laughs> that's, that's my answer. Nice. Yep. Are you implying it means that somebody has an erection? Yeah, male or female. Something's erect. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing to attention, you know what I'm saying? I do. All right. It's totally this. In fact, I've heard of the saying, is there a magpie in your pocket? Or are you just pleased to see me? <laughs> so I think it relates to that same saying. Because everyone knows Ooh. that penises are really attracted to shiny things. <laughs> if you think about it, that is science. But magpies aren't. <laughs> uh, holy queers, is that science? Well, magpies aren't attracted to shiny things, according to science. Sorry. Oh, really? Oh, what, is that hey. fake news? Is that fake news that magpies like shiny things? Apparently, I like corvids, so I know magpie stuff. Oh. Yeah. So, do you know what your magpie stands up means in the Netherlands? Absolutely not. But I do know that in East Asia, magpies are lucky rather than unlucky. Can I have a point for that? No, oh. that's not the best. <laughs> okay. You uh, can, I mean, you can have respect. Thank you. I but no points. I mean, you can't spend respect at Tesco. <laughs> nor, nor can you spend these points. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I have tried I, repeatedly. <laughs> I thought they were more like those um, nectar points. Yeah. No. Well, use, useless, yeah. <laughs> like next point, you never actually spend them. In the Netherlands, they say your magpie stands up. What does that mean, holy queers? Well, I am also a fan of Corvids. I think we're all fans of Corvids in our own way. Um, and I think that saying your magpie stands up, seeing as magpies have had to deal with this sort of lie that they like, like capitalists, like shiny things, acquiring wealth. I think your magpie stands up means you're showing people who you truly are. Just a bird trying to make mm. a way in the world. Um, so, yeah, you're the, a truthful person. The hive mind have loved that answer. Hive mind, do you have an answer? In the Netherlands, they say your magpie stands up. Someone says that to you in Amsterdam. What do they mean? Pay attention. Pay attention. Your magpie stands up. Your argument makes sense. Your argument oh, yeah. makes sense. Case dismissed. Your magpie stands up. <laughs> Showing interest. Showing interest in what they're saying. 
like the hive mind are right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you think it's pay attention, buzz now. If you think it's a judge saying 20 years in jail, your magpie doesn't stand up. Your argument makes sense if your magpie stands up, buzz now. And if you think it's showing interest in something, buzz now. They've shown no interest in that. Even, <laughs> even the man who said it didn't buzz for his own answer. In fact, it means you're very tall. Your magpie stands up. So all like an erection. <laughs> Can I have a point? Can I have a point? Come on. No, because it actually generally refers to woman and it's more kind of statuesque than specifically tall. Oh. I mean, it is tall, but also it has connotations of, of kind of... Um, I would like to think that my limb. magpie stands up in that case. I, d- I can't <laughs> get... Yeah, OK. I mean, I can't get the, the filthy connotations. Your magpie sure does stand up, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> my magpie stands up in every conceivable way. <laughs> in Kashmir, what is being described in the phrase a drifting boat with the bark falling off? Uh, Heidi Quiz? Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> Brexit. Uh, I mean, any kind of generic screw up, it just. It any just kind looms of Brexit. <laughs> yeah, in 20 years' time in Kashmir, someone will be sitting there doing one of the international franchises of Global Pillage saying, In England, what does Brexit mean? <laughs> and then someone will say, A disaster. I thought when I heard that, I was trying to think, like, how bad has, like, the Kashmir got to be that it's, like, sort of bark falling off? So I think it means something that's, like, <laughs> in disarray. Something in disarray. in disarray, which is kind general of the same thing. General disarray. This is general. Kashmir, the like, place, not the fabric. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yes, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Kashmir is a place. Kashmir, Kashmir with a K. K. Oh, Kashmir K- with a K. K- wow. So I was thinking, oh, someone didn't dry clean it. In Kashmir, yeah, I don't wear very expensive fabrics, so yeah, I just thought it was yeah mucky clothes. Plant-based we're trying? Um, I think it's actually a bad idea. Like, oh, that's drifting and falling apart. I feel like um, a drifting boat with the bark falling off is like you've had one too many drinks at a party. (laughs) You're like walking around like a drifting boat with the bark falling off. (laughs) Yeah, I've been that guy at a party. And the bark falling off is my clothes. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Hive mind in Kashmir. Someone says to you, you're a drifting boat with the bark falling off. What do they mean? Or it's a drifting boat with the bark falling off. What does it mean? You're hopeless. You're crazy. You're never going to get married. Oh. <laughs> Are these just heckles now? Because this is very heartful. It's coming thick and fast. You're hopeless, you're crazy, you're never going to get married. <laughs> she can jump over a cow, though. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? You're going to lose money. All right. <laughs> you're going to lose money on a business. Yeah. Okay. Lost it. This is the worst fortune cookie ever. <laughs> uh, you've lost your money. All right. If you think it's you're hopeless, Buzz now. You're crazy, Buzz now. You're never going to get married. You're a drifting boat with the bark falling off. You're going to lose money on a business venture, Buzz now. Or you've lost your way, Buzz now. In fact, Holy Queers had it. It's a failing government or other institution. It's Brexit. <laughs> Well done, Reverend Kate. Can I call you Reverend Kate? Yeah. Is that the right thing to say? Yeah. yeah okay. uh, technically, I think it's the Reverend Mrs. Kate Harford, but I mean, I think we need to abbreviate. All I want to always night. call you that now. <laughs> well done, the Reverend Mrs. Kate Harford. <laughs> okay. In Malta, they say, my eye went with me. What does that mean? My... Plant-based, we're trying. You know, like when you're with your significant other 
and then you meet someone who is perhaps as good looking, if not better, than your significant <laughs> other, and then you start looking at them, and your eye has gone with you, but your soul is with your significant other. <laughs> but your eye is just like going, oh my God, Daniel Craig just walked in. Ah. So I think it means basically I'm perving on someone else. I'm still, you know, we're still good, but look at Denzel. Like, who, you know. For example, Denzel. Like, just for, for example, example. Yeah. For, example yeah. Yeah. for example, Idris Elba, for example. Okay, so in Malta, if Idris walks in the room, John Hamm, fill in your John here, John Stewart, John Oliver. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with, yeah, when he talks about the news, yes. Oh, hi. Yeah. If he was prepared to talk to me about the news in bed, 100% John Oliver. <laughs> Don't change the subject, though. Um, <laughs> Your husband, Tom's totes, going to edit that bit out. <laughs> well, he knows that my body is with him, but my eye is with John <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> my, eye, my eye went with me. Holy queers. I thought something really similar because of that bit in Mark where it says it's better to go to heaven with one eye than you know the adultery thing like if you're looking at a woman lustfully you should pluck your eye out because if your eye causes you to sin it's better to go to heaven with one eye than to hell with it concerns me for your wife who's sitting in the front row that you say (laughs) you know the adultery thing because that sounds like someone who can't say it straight do you know what i mean you know the adultery in mark i want to hear this in a sermon as mark chapter 4 29 says i think it's mark 9 7 as Mark. Oh. <laughs> Someone's going to correct me now, though. This is like Bible <laughs> off. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I thought it meant more like wandering thoughts. I'm not sure if that's the same thing. So your eye went with you're really focused. Oh, Instead yeah, of thinking okay. about like Denzel or John Oliver and stuff, you're just really focused on what you're doing. Your eyes go with you. So you're not like sitting looking at the audience thinking about being in a field with a cow. <laughs> yeah, being focused on what you're what Being you're focused, being yeah. single-eyed, being absolutely focused. Hive mind. My eye went with me. What does it mean? Being lucky. You went under no illusion. You went under no illusion. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Your eye went with you. You should look at what you're aiming for. Look at what you're aiming for. <laughs> You've got a premonition. All right, if it's lucky, Buzz now, if you think your eye went with you, so you were under no illusion, Buzz now. Look at what you're aiming for, Buzz now. You had a premonition, Buzz now. In fact, it means I fell asleep. (laughs) I was reading a book and my eye went with me. And it's the end of the round. What are the scores, please? Plant-based plus cheese plus fish. We're trying. You should try harder because they've got no points. (laughs) The hive mind are in second place with five points. And the Hody Queers are in first place with 10 points. Oh! Thank you, Chief Jesus. <laughs> the next round is the team's round. In this round, a member of each team has come prepared, theoretically, with a question based on their cultural family background. Who was brought up worshipping at the shrine of Cliff Richard? And who was brought up in a less strange way, like by wolves? So, <laughs> Holy Queers, do you have a question for plant-based? We are trying. Yes, we do. In Ghana, there's a sea goddess called Mami Water. And before the festival of Homo'o, there is a month-long ban on something in order to not make her angry. Mami Water, what is the ban on? Athena, aren't you half got <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. You know, that, I left that half at home. <laughs> Did your eye go with you? <laughs> so what do you they um, give up? Maybe fishing? For the sea goddess? Well, it's got to be something that's important to Ghanaians, so let's list them. Um, Jollof rice, <laughs> you know, um, what else do we have to give up? Like, 
we like wearing clothes. Um, <laughs> not blankets? Um, not not blankets, peanut soup. That's a good one. I would, yeah. Um, help me out here, Sarah. Okay, Just... well, if it's a sea goddess, I'm going to ask a real dumb question. Right. But rather than like... Uh, ignorant, let's look at me as being inquisitive and wanting to be informed. Is Garnea? Uh, Garnea. Well, for starters, that's already well. Good start. Edit. I think that's um, a shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> is Garnea landlocked? No. Okay, so sea goddess, that makes sense. Okay, right. <laughs> what are your big, like, sea goddess? She's of the, the sea. <laughs> like, what? I think it's fish. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's, it's fish. It's either that or yeah. mermaids. Okay, so you've got to pick one now. Back a horse. Fish. Fish. Uh, yes. Hey! It's not the whole answer, but... Oh, well, what's the whole answer? Uh, the whole answer is that there's a month-long ban on noise. And fishing is banned in some places, but that's an additional oh. thing I remembered when she said that. It's a month-long... What ban, ban on, on noise? noise. So people, like, crap down any noisemakers, no music is played, like, it's very quiet. Because uh, homoa means to hoot at hunger. Oh. Uh, so, like, when people get food, they're like, ha! food uh, and make lots of noise so before that there's no noise and also sometimes less fishing okay so i think that might be a half point situation yes it is noise and fish uh <laughs> but they got the fish part yes um plant-based plus cheese and fish we're trying do you have a question for the hive mind we do what does it mean when the government has seized a man's gun taken his rights that he's impotent he got married. Froze his bank account. Okay, just tell us, is it one of those, yes or no? It's one of those, yeah. It is one of those, Ooh, okay. Yeah. So if you think it's rights, buzz now. Impotent, buzz now. Married, buzz now. Or frozen the bank accounts, buzz now. I think you went for married. Do you agree that you went for married? Yes? Yeah, you went for married. Okay, is it married? No, it's not married. Oh. No, it, it means that the man is impotent. Oh. <laughs> so you had it, Hive Mind, but you didn't back the right horse. Another idiom. That means plant-based gets points um, because you didn't guess it. Can we have a question from the Hive Mind? And this is going to Holy Queers. My name is Andreas. I come from Norway. So I have a Norwegian idiom. It's uh, beard stuck in the mailbox. Is a that bear? Beard, Beard. Bear. A be- beard. A beard. Oh, a beard. Your beard is stuck in the mailbox. What does that mean? Maybe you've like... T- oh, okay. So, a beard is someone that you're in a relationship with to seem as if you're not. <laughs> like, yeah. like a mail-order beard. Yeah, but then your lover is coming over and you are so distracted that you hide your beard in the mailbox and pretend you're just collecting posts. I think it is to conceal a partner because you want to have gay sex. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I thought it was an anti-hipster parable, but I think your answer's just better. Is it one of those? No, not really. No. Okay, tell us the answer. What is it? It means that you're caught red-handed. Caught red-handed. In a way. I mean, that's a very rigid interpretation of the... All right, and it's the end of the round! What are the scores, please? Well, it's got pretty exciting, because all three teams are tied on ten points. Hello, I'm Tom Solinsky, and I'm the producer of the Guilty Feminist and Global Pillage podcasts. 
I'm also one of the hosts of the new podcast, Best Pick, along with John Dorney and Jessica Regan. We have taken all the movies that have won Best Picture at the Academy Awards, and we are going through them one by one, but in a random order, determined by picking them out of a hat at random. So on each episode, you'll hear fascinating facts about what was happening at that year's Oscars, how that movie got made, and what else was happening in movies that year. Then the three of us will watch the film, then we'll share our thoughts with you. And at the end of the episode, we pick out the film we're going to watch next time. We're about 25 films in so far, about 65 to go. So please join us. Go to bestpickpod.com or just look for Best Pick wherever you get your podcasts. That's the Best Pick Movie Podcast with Tom Selinski, Jessica Regan and John Dorney. Next, we've got a new round. It's called the Sign of the Times Round. <laughs> Everyone is on protest marches at the moment and some come home to see pictures of their hilarious signs and placards have gone viral. Like the woman on an anti-Trump rally whose sign said, I know signs, I make the best signs, they're terrific, <laughs> everyone agrees. <laughs> I wonder if anyone will ever make a sign mocking one of my catchphrases. It would say, I'm a feminist, but my husband built this sign. <laughs> <laughs> Teams, we'd like you to make some shareworthy signs and Ned will award points for his favourites. You have 30 seconds to write your slogans for today's protest and the theme is a second Brexit referendum, the people's vote. Time starts now. Time is up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go first to plant-based. Sarah Bonetto, what have you got? I've got Brexit 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Good sign. Okay, and let's have one from uh, Holy Quiz. Uh, you say Brussels, I say Brussels. Let's cool the whole thing off. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Do you have another one plant-based? Yeah. We thought you said biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one more from you, Holy Quiz. EU only leave once. Ah, oh, EU oh, oh. only leave once. Oh, that's really good. Anything more from you, plant based? Yeah, and also best of three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Best of three. That is brilliant. That's my new motto. Okay. Uh, all right. Hive Mind, have you got anything for us? <laughs> uh, can we fucking stop doing this, please? Uh, Anything else? I wrote fuck state, but I'm dyslexic and I think it looks like fuck sacky. <laughs> fuck sacky? Yeah. Yep, okay. Uh, <laughs> Ned Sedgwick. We have you've, a winner. Ned Sedgwick, you've got to decide on points. Now we're down to our final round, which is our quickfire round. <laughs> Hive mind, if you know the answer, you just have to shout buzz because we're not going to throw to you. Fingers on buzzers, time starts now. The title of what Oscar-winning film translated directly from Chinese to English is Snowflake High Bazaar Murder. Fargo? Correct. Oh. I think we heard that from the hive mind as well, but did you shout Buzz Fargo? They did not shout Buzz Fargo. The durian is the national plant of Malaysia. Why is it illegal to take it on public transport? Stinks. It stinks. You buzzed first, but they shouted first. Ned, you've got to decide. In what modern country was wine invented? No. No. Greece? No. I got it. Egypt. It's Georgia. Finish this line in the Thai national anthem. The Thais are peaceful and loving, but not what? 
Bastards. <laughs> uh, no, not what's on my card. Doormats. Buzz, not doormats. No, Buzz. A pushover. Sort of, yeah. It's cowards in war. In English, we say it's all Greek to me. In German, they say it's all what? Swedish. It's all Swedish? Bulgarian? No. No, it's all sausage. <laughs> It's Germany. The answer is always sausage. <laughs> that sounds offensive, but it's actually so often it's... <laughs> What country is the last official empire in the world? Japan. Oh, Japan is correct. The flag of Great Britain is the merging of which two crosses? Andrew and George. Uh, I've got St. George. So you said St. George and St. George, but you... St. George and St. Andrews. No, you oh, didn't. I said St. George and St. Andrews. That's my wife. We're allowed oh, to argue. Yeah. Why fight? Why fight? <laughs> right, well, the Reverend Mrs. Kate Hartford might not be Mrs. anymore. Uh, <laughs> might just be the Reverend single Kate Hartford. Um, I think the points went here because I think you did accidentally repeat the two saints. Finish this French joke about the English. A British married couple are in the sitting room. The wife knits while her husband reads the Times. My dear? Yes, my dearest. Do we have sexual relations? Yes, we do, my dearest. They continue knitting and reading for several hours. Finally, the woman says what? Did you come? (laughs) I need a cigarette. How was it for you? (laughs) It's, we should invite them over more often. It's like we have sexual relations. We have relations. Oh, do we have sexual relations? We should invite them over more often. Oh, I see. It's good. No, it's good. It's good, the French. It's good. It's one of those thinker (laughs) ones where you laugh the next day. (laughs) I mean, we might not have sex. We do have a good sense of humour. And we're out of time. It's the end of the show. What are the scores, please? In third place, it's plant-based plus cheese plus fish. We're trying with 10 points. There's only five points separating the top two teams. Oh. And I really hate doing this because people always get annoyed. <laughs> In first place, with 25 points, it's a holy queer. Oh. Yeah! Thank you. So that puts the hive mind in second place with 20 points. Hive mind, you did so well. Uh, <laughs> if you'd not said St. George and St. George, you'd said St. George and Andrew. She might have put you off. You could have uh, put her off. Listen. It works both ways. We should invite them round more often. Um, <laughs> so it's an eyeball to go with you for our winners, but a glove full of ants to our losers. And I'll leave you on this proverb from Russia. Be swift to hear and slow to speak. We'll be back with more global pillaging <laughs> for you to listen to next week. Please give it up for Athena Cabrano, Sarah Bonetto, Sophie Chuka, the Reverend Mrs. Kate Harford, Ned Sedgwick in Penance Corner, Kirsty Newton on Keys, you the hive mind, I've been Deborah Francis White, good night. Associate was Jessica Foster Q. Music was by Kirsty Norton. Global Village theme tune was composed by Mark Hodge.
Hodge. The recording engineer was Grande La Zembra. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Zelinski. Thanks to Zoe Sally and everyone at King's Place. More information about this and other episodes was at globalpillage.net. just got a pig pun. It's taken me all show. Uh, what is it? What, Little what town of Bethlehem. Hey! <laughs> Love it. Yes. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.